it was pretty dark. Like <laughs> it was sort of like I'm doing I'm doing the exact same thing I did last time. I've actually learned nothing. Uh, but except now I'm dragging down more people with me. Like like that was sort of like the overall feeling. Um, spring spring was rough because we wanted to get the beta out then, but the game was nowhere near ready. That's the voice of independent game developer Kevin Cole, and after two full years of solo development, he was finally available to sit and chat with me regarding his latest video game, Hack, with a Q-U-E, a glitch fantasy roguelike adventure game released just a few days ago on Steam. Kevin has worked full-time on Hack for the past 24 months, and during this interview, we discussed the realities of working as an independent game developer, and while some darker themes came to the surface during the course of our chat, we also took a second to reflect on the brighter learnings as well. The music you hear during this interview is music you will find in the game, which is available on Steam for Mac and PC. Man, music was um, music was beautiful. I was just yeah. it just the, even the, like the opening menu screen. I was gonna sat there for a bit, just like just bathing in the in the that music it was beautiful. I I was uh, I did the exact same thing because <laughs> that was one of the last tracks to emerge. Oh, and, right, right, right. And I just sort of put it on, and I was like, oh whoa, yeah. <laughs> it's it's this big like welcoming synthy like comfortable track that's mm. just like it it is super warm. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't have like a great music vocabulary, but like okay. when he when he finally mashes down on like the the piano parts, mm. like there's like a burr. It's like oh <laughs> yeah, dude, hundred percent. Yeah, it was it was really kind of like I don't know, man, because because seeing your your updates throughout and then finally seeing the menu screen with the music, it was like oh man, this is like this is kind of an emotional moment. Even though like yeah. I haven't been that involved. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a thing. Like yeah, that's, like the menu screen is an incredibly important thing to me because it's yeah. it's it's a doorway. Uh, it's a doorway. Hack came out just a couple of days ago. Finally got released. Came out. It's on Steam, Mac and PC version. Mm-hmm. Um. How you feeling, man? Um, well, uh, I, I'm in I'm in uh, America and or or the U.S. or whatever, and mm. uh, so the game launched uh, last Wednesday. Yeah, and then we had uh, Thanksgiving, uh, mm. and it was it, it was sort of like I don't have time to worry about this. I'm around like people who love me and want yes. to give me alcohol, so I didn't really process it. And then uh, I had we had our um we had our launch party uh, the friday after that oh, and man. we just we just sort of sat around and uh drank more and played uh folk songs and just yeah. chilled uh yeah. and it was that was like a good send off and then that sunday i got back to work and i was like oh nothing's really changed there's still bugs to fix and like there's still uh there's right. still things to do and things to add but yeah. it was like it was good it wasn't mm-hmm. as like brutal like uh, the crash wasn't as brutal as I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man. Cause, uh, so, well, let's, let's start from the beginning. So like, it, you, um, on Kickstarter, you raised, I think it was six thousand, almost seven grand. It was six, six thousand eight hundred and seventy three dollars. Mm. Um, what was the original goal that you were aiming for? Uh, I was aiming for six thousand four hundred. When I did that Kickstarter, I thought I was just going to blow past that goal. And, yeah, right. And, and that did not happen. And it's because I I had done a Kickstarter two years before mm. uh, when Kickstarter was new and fresh, and no one had been like 
uh, really on there, treated yeah. un- <laughs> treated unfairly by a Kickstarter. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and my first Kickstarter, I had no resume. I was just, I want to learn how to make games, and I want to make, and I want to make this game. Mm. And I made uh, a a little over uh, thirteen thousand dollars on that one. When I was ready to work on another one, I was like, okay, I know the climate's changed. Mm. I want to make my number as low as possible, so I know I succeed. And if and I'm probably just going to blow right by it because it's mm. half of what I earned last time, so right, it, it'll right, be right, easy. Right. It was not easy, yeah, <laughs> dude. But one of the last things I did for Hack was put the credits together, and mm. oh, I was yeah. just reading like through everyone's names and knowing some of them and not knowing some of them, and mm. like it. I, I think like everyone just blows past the credits section in like most games and like media and stuff like that. Mm. But for like creators, it can be like a really emotional yeah, oh, experience. Yeah. Just like seeing, like how many people uh, like believed in you when like they like maybe had no evidence to like back mm. up that belief. Yeah. So and when I did um when I did the Kickstarter for Hack, uh, it was that same group of family and friends who like supported me and contributed. I think over half of that goal, mm. but. Uh, we were saved at the last minute by uh, a a like an angel backer who just threw uh, like a, a grand on top of the uh, on top of the stack and was like, oh, "Yep, awesome. you're gonna you're gonna succeed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know this person, and now they're like one of my like better internet friends, and it's it's like really it, it's really incredible. Like That's there great. there are like good, kind, generous people who just believe in other people out there. Yeah, That's cool. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, let's start from the beginning. So, like, how long was it? It felt like like two years, right? Or, or over yeah, two years? It, uh, it was it was two years, uh, give or take a month uh, yeah. for all of development. I planned on one, but yeah, <laughs> video video games, video games, <laughs> hashtag video. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so what was it like living during that time? So, like, hack was like your sole job, right? Yep, uh, I I work full time. Um, on on my games and yep. uh i i'm able to do that for like uh a couple of reasons one of them's kickstarter mm. um one of, one of them is my family is very supportive of what i do yeah and uh a, an- another one is massachusetts uh has free healthcare. like if <laughs> oh man like so i i just the state of massachusetts says i deserve to exist so like if my oh, glasses break or if i need a physical i i just get it mm, that's that's nice of them <laughs> Yes, like super nice. <laughs> That's why I'm not too grumbly about paying taxes around sure, here. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay, cool. So, so for two years, you've you've been kind of I feel because like we're friends on Twitter and we've been yeah. talking. You know, we we were in that um that group chat with you know Satchel Drakes and Ace Waters and and mm-hmm. I'm, like you're probably in other chats as well. But that was my only source of like seeing the updates and what you've been up to yeah. and, and all that stuff and. And you've just been constantly working. Like, it doesn't feel like you took any breaks. It was always new updates, always stuff. Like, what, was it just, like, flat chat for two years? I mean, it, it, it it's almost embarrassing to say, but, like, I kind of forget how to live as a being <laughs> with free time right now. Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to relax and I'm trying not to think about work all the time. But, like, my, my like, normal is working more than 12 hours a day mm. and and just staring at a computer screen and like slowly solving all the problems and bringing the game together. So like, that's like a, a thing I have to adjust out of. But yeah, for two years, uh, I was just sort of tied to my desk, uh, making art, making 
uh, making code and uh, like polishing mechanics. And that is what I like to do. (laughs) Hi. Hi. I'm going to say that a few times. Hi. I'm not going to say it like that. Hi. No, that's wrong. (laughs) Can't do that one. Hi. You're not going to talk. Hi, my name is Kevin Cole, and I want to make a video game. I brought up your Kickstarter um, just before we talked and I was just kind of looking through it and I watched the, the video um, and the visuals haven't really changed that much. Like they have, like if, if you compare the two, there's, there's like, you know, the, the, um, the UI, you know, kind of, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's the UI. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of got a crash course in color theory in between like uh-huh. the, um, the, the trailer and, and the rest of the game I started mm-hmm. making environments a little more unified with mm-hmm. like different color palettes and stuff like that yeah um, I got a little bit better at, uh, at at doing those old computer CRT effects um, yeah. but yeah it's um, a- apart from being a little prettier uh, the the basic skeleton of the game was there when I did the Kickstarter but looking back I should have probably like basic kickstarter wisdom says focus on pretty first and Mm. then and then like (laughs) make the thing yeah that's nowhere near how i work (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like it it feels like you know the the visuals did change as far as like layout and you know like little effects and obviously like color theory that you put into it um Mm. but it felt like the vision kind of stayed the same from the kickstarter to like the end product you can see that it's still the same game. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, yeah. it, it feels like you had the vision set out from the very beginning. Like, did, did it take it a while to kind of think of the vision and, and get to like, this is what I want it to be. Um, it was, it was like a, a process so gradual and, and gentle that mm. I, I'm kind of like, I, I, I kind of struggle to figure out where the big turning point was, but I think when Hacklick became what it is now is when I brought my uh, writer, Hadley St. Clair, mm. on, onto the team. And uh, she just, like, she just she just added, like, this... Uh, she added a purpose to the game. Like, mm. it was... It, like, I was, I was just intent on making a fun game um, that was, like, not super saying much or, or or trying to be much and i think she brought this perspective to like why we play games and like what uh what why do we go on these tiny little violent vacations all the yeah, time yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. that like really resonated and like going like hitting hitting around game ideas and story ideas back and forth and figuring out what the mechanics are saying and mm. uh we kind of condense everything on this one character that uh, is sort of like the anthropomorphization of the game. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And uh, it was, it was kind of cool to see like what the mechanics on their own were saying. And then what, like what they could be saying if we like apply just a little bit of nuance to the character. Mm. So dark souls uh, kind of, tells a lot of its story through its item descriptions. And that lets mm. you know that there's this big world out there where like things that uh, things, things are important outside of what happens in the game. Like that's, mm. that's like what all these little points of lore and stuff are for. And we kind of wanted to do something like that, but uh, character development, like mm. all of the little item descriptions are written by uh, this main character. And 
the each item kind of gives you an insight into what they're like outside mm. of like being a narrator. <laughs> mm, yeah. And uh, w- whether like it makes you laugh or or like it, it kind of like makes you raise an eyebrow is sort mm. of like how you end up feeling about this character. Dude, so so mm. you've you had like a, a year in your mind of like cool, this is gonna take a year to complete hack. Mm-hmm. But then you reach you reach the year mark and then it's not finished. What yeah. what were your feelings? Like what what was your kind of like emotional um, headspace during that time? Um uh, it was pretty dark. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sort of like uh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing the exact same thing I did last time with my first game. I've actually learned nothing, mm. uh, but except now I'm dragging down more people with me. Like like that was sort of like the overall feeling. Um, mm. Spring Spring was rough because we wanted to get the beta out then, but the game was nowhere near ready. And ba- basically, we just made it we made like we made it work like we took mm. we took uh we, we took it to the face essentially yeah 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 uh and things started to improve dramatically in the summer when we finally got the internal beta out and we had other people playing it mm. and, uh people were like hey this game is good you should be really excited about this video game yeah and uh, if if uh, it was a pretty rough summer for indies, uh, mm. since a lot of indie games and uh, big budget games released this summer. Mm. So if we had released in the summer, we might have been trampled, yeah. uh, especially with like a, a, a underbaked game. Mm. But by including that like story and that and like uh, a story with like twists and and spoilerable things, you can't exactly do early access. So yes, we were like, we don't want to compromise the art. Mm. We can we can eat leaner sandwiches if that's what that means. Yes, yes, for sure. So so speaking into um into that that period of when you said it was quite dark. Like what what mm. did your days look like? Did you know was it was it hard to keep going? Like what, what was your what was your method or like your your, your trick to um, to get up and just keep going? You know, it's uh, it's kind of it might be a little bit of a personality thing where like mm. I I don't tend to get I don't tend to get upset about things I can't control yeah. and just the knowledge that I was like pouring everything I had into the game and even if it was like progressing slowly it was moving forward like that was an important thing to remind myself of um, getting out. And and like hanging out with friends and uh, socializing and drinking enough water. Like I, I ended my first game kind of on the self-destructive side. I was mm. uh, working for eight hours and then sleeping for four hours and then working for eight hours. Jeez. And that's that's a bad way to live. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> make, it, it, it made me crazy. And so mm. I kind of just had this mantra of uh, ask for help when I need it and uh, cut myself some slack. Like. Mm. It, it was really, it, it really, and I, I think the other thing was uh, I write an up, I, I wrote an update every week for my backers yeah. to be like, here's what's going on, mm. so that they'd always know that something was happening in the game, and it was also an impetus for me to like make a big, uh, flashy new thing in the game every week. That yeah, way, sure. Because like when you're working on when you're working for yourself and like it's your full time job and no one's keeping tabs on you, like. 
things can things can go off the rails pretty quick. Yeah, that's um that's a really interesting perspective of like you've you've done the Kickstarter, and then then people have basically you've got investors. <laughs> like it's yeah. that that's essentially what it is, right? It's it's these guys that have invested into this product that you're creating. You yeah. kind of have to keep going. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's a it's an emotional investment. Like mm. b- like back in back in the day, like if if a if someone gave you money for work you haven't done yet, like that person was family. Like that's what oh, yeah. that's what a yeah. that's what a family does. Mm. And I kind of treated. I wanted to treat my backers like that. I wanted to be like, hey, I might not have like the most flashy or the most interesting or the most like thought-provoking thing every week but you're gonna know about it yeah and uh it, it was since it was so regular it was kind of hard to tell like who was reading it but like i'd see friends i hadn't seen in a while or like i'd get a random tweet out of nowhere being like i love the updates like i read mm. them every week they like add a rhythm to my week and i'm cool. like they're they add a rhythm to my week too cool. yeah yeah <laughs> Like year one's happened and, you know, still still a bit of a way to go. You kind of had this dark period, but then you know, yeah. the beta came out and you had like a lot of feedback and then you had to keep pushing along. What mm. what what did like a daily life look like? Okay, well, um, if you're listening to this as an audio, I- I'm pointing at my bed, which is like six feet away from me. Yeah. Um, my bed's there. My computer's here. Um, basically, uh, every day I'd roll out of bed. When I wake up, I don't set alarm. I don't set an alarm most of the time, mm. unless like I have something super important to do, or like uh, I'm, I'm meeting with Hadley or, or whatever. Mm. So uh, I I try and just get enough sleep. <laughs> uh, so roll out of bed, um, start my computer, check email, go downstairs, drink coffee, mm. uh, eat breakfast, go back upstairs, and I find the path of least resistance, like. Um, is is my brain good at programming today? If not, do yeah. some art. Is my right. brain good at? Is my brain not good at art today? Uh, if not, like, do do marketing stuff. Is my brain mm. not good at marketing? Uh, incorporate more music into the game or do design. There's always mm. something to do. Yeah. So, kind of the trick if you're wearing like a bunch of hats and if you're doing a bunch of things in a game, which basically every small team, everyone's doing everything. Yeah. Is you find what is the easiest thing to do and then do it Mm. which kind of started working against me towards the end of the project where there were a few things that i really needed to do but my brain wasn't there (laughs) right oh man what what, what's your advice for like what, what, what did you have to do to push through that like mental block um or did you or did you just like sleep on it and the next day was better i i pushed through it was sort of like um I remember the the final boss. I well, I don't remember the final boss because <laughs> I was up. Um, I was up very very late uh, <laughs> slash early, uh, and I was just writing code. And I was not like I, w- I wasn't damaging myself, but I was pushing myself. Yeah. And I just kept typing and I kept uh, doing stuff. I-, I kept doing whatever I could and uh, testing and balancing and tweaking and trying to get it right. And then uh, it was suddenly over and I fell dead asleep. And it was just like, it was, it, it's always about, it's always, 
It's always about tricking yourself. It's always about y- you're the enemy and you mm. constantly have to um, you constantly have to like do Sun Tzu style traps for yourself. <laughs> like uh, I think a lot about um, I don't I don't really think a lot about the art of war, but there is one like passage of it where it's like if you're if you're attacking uh, if you're attacking an enemy and you surround them, if you give them a way to escape, they're not going to fight to the death. Uh, and you can use that to your advantage. And right. as a as a self-employed person, I was like, if I give myself a way out, I'm going to take it. Yes. Therefore, I should give myself no ways out. Yes, yeah. Man, that's um, that's quite profound. And that takes, I imagine that would take a lot of mental control to, to do that. You know, like it's so much easier to just just crash and just go to, go to the bed and just have sleep. Sometimes, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think... I think that's the the thing is I I I always tend to do what's easiest. Like mm. if making a resume and having an office job and working part time on games was an easy thing for me, I would definitely do that because yeah. I really miss having steady paychecks. Yes, but the thought of filling out a resume scares me more than making another Kickstarter. So mm. I'm just following the path of least resistance. Still. Yes, yeah. So um, when it came to um, your health. What, what was that like, um, kind of like staying healthy and keeping your mind active? Like, you know, wh- what were your techniques to, to get through? Or, or were there just moments where you just, health kind of was something that was on the back foot? Um, I feel like I really learned my lesson uh, with my first game where I just absolutely destroyed myself right. and uh you know i needed about a month to recover and mm-hmm. like i needed to like get my carpal tunnel stretches right and i needed to eat well and i needed to sleep well it, it, like when when like every time like my health was even minorly in question i would just remind myself like i'm independent because i need to care for myself and I need mm. to like be good to myself and it's part of it it, it is really like you're the enemy mm. like that is that is what being self-employed is like it's like you're the enemy you're the you're the cops and you're also the mafia like <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy like you you have to you have to force yourself to be good to yourself because mm. like if um like if I'm sick or if I burn out, then that's the 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 studio is closed. Like yeah. that's that's the like. And if I burn out, then the studio is burnt out. Mm. So I, I think I think the hardest part, if I'm being quite honest, is uh, money. Like mm. people, money is pretty popular in the world. Like it, it's kind of. <laughs> Is it's it? kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 so I hear. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I made enough for a year and then mm. I was basically a financial burden on my, on my family. Yeah. Like, I, I, like still like their, like still their family member, like still an important part, but mm. I, I knew I wasn't contributing much. And in a house that doesn't have a whole lot of income coming into it, like that is hard. That's it's hard not to feel guilty about that. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to remember like other people put their trust in you to do a job when by doing this job, you're making people close to you like mm. uncomfortable. 
Yeah. And so that was hard. Um, Mm. But I never, I I was never discouraged. I was never told, like, maybe get a job on the side. I was never told these things because Mm. my, my family had faith in me. That was kind of how, like, I, you know, slapped myself back into shape was I was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, people, like, I, people put their trust in me. I'm, I'm the only one who doesn't have faith in myself right now. Yeah. Maybe I should consider that I don't know myself, like, quite as well as other people do. Mm. Oh, man. That's some, some heavy shit right there. Um, <laughs> did you, it, it sounds like there was a lot of, like, self-reflection. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of self-reflection when you're just kind of sitting by yourself in front of the black mirror all day. Yeah, yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> were there any were there any moments where you know, like you just kind of wanted to go f- just drop the whole thing and then go get a job? No. <laughs> cool. No, that's great. Honestly, no. I mean, again, I miss I miss pay I miss like steady paychecks like you wouldn't believe. Mm. Um, but making games and having this amount of control over my work day and knowing that everything I put into this game is because it's a part of me mm. is the most satisfying, like it, it, it's, it's the most satisfying, fulfilling thing. It, the most fulfilling choice I probably could have made. Mm. Like that's really what it is. And I don't often second guess that. That's cool. So I guess that leads up to like the very end where you know you've just you're you're about to release. Uh, like two two years are finished. Hack is pretty much complete. Yeah, you know, at least yep. in your eyes, it's like this is solid. You know, this is. Uh, I, I feel like for artists, it's never really a hundred percent. You know, there's always things to do. And- no, and that uh, that goes double for artists and for programmers yeah. because. Uh, <laughs> so uh we launch um and everything's like we we did ba- we did backer week which is we had like people who backed the game got to play mm. the game a week in advance um which was an, uh it was a, uh, intended as a way to say thank you but it ended up helping me immeasurably because it was like a soft launch mm. where uh people could where everyone who like already had faith in me and and good intentions was playing the game yeah and so that kind of helped ease me into what uh, having the game on Steam would be like, mm. and uh, I, <laughs> I remember after we launched, after we hit like the like 1.0, we're going live. It's available to buy on Steam. We found out that uh, hitting uh, the letter T on your keyboard would crash the game. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was a super stupid bug. What that the heck? I can't believe no one. Well, I can't believe only a few people found. Uh, but right. that was like that that was like a little mini heart attack where I was like Yes. Where someone was streaming the game and they're like, Oh, the game crashed. I think mm. I hit T by accident and then they did it again on stream and I was like, Oh, oh no. Crap. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but something something always goes wrong. And like the the next update I did, I was like, something may be wrong in this, but mm. I dealt with the last thing that went wrong and I'm gonna deal with this thing. Yeah. And it, it's it it, it's so, it's a combination of like having a little faith in yourself and having evidence to back up that faith. Yeah. Like, like things are going to go wrong. Like that is a realistic thing to assume. Yeah. But I have fixed things that went wrong mm. and 
I could probably fix a thing that goes wrong again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you learned any lessons, you know, when it comes to team leading and, and directing and and you know, even going back to like, you know, having moments of like th- that self-doubt and and all that stuff. And But knowing you still had a team under you. Look, um, looking, looking to you for guidance, essentially, essentially as the director, like any lessons learned? Um, I feel like I'm cheating because I've known every person on my team since high school. Yeah. So. Right. It, cool. It, there's awesome. already there's already like a friend relationship between us. Um, I'd say uh, one of the like one of the things that helped my leadership skills was uh, drawing up contracts well, relatively early about like, hey. Like, I want you to be well compensated. I I don't want, like, you to f- feel like you're working on this for nothing. I want you to feel mm-hmm. invested. So, like, let's let's talk, let's talk deeply and honestly about what you want out of this project. And the other thing I kind of do as a director is let, let people do what they do best. Like I said, Joe Keneally is, uh, he's a bullet. Like, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll go. He'll just do it. He'll... I, when when he sends me a track, I know that track is done. I'm not going to be like, cool. could it be like a little more this? I'm just like, no, like you've, you've, you've made this thing. You don't have the perfect knowledge of the game that I have or the perfect vision, mm. but I am more than happy to change my vision to incorporate your creativity. Yeah. Like that's, that's like, not really a lesson I learned. That's just like the only way I know how to direct is just, yeah. and, and that my first game is that, that was the, te- that was like what I did with Joe is I was just like, I need this thing. And then he'd send me uh, a song. Um, but we did get uh, a little more into like uh, me actually writing prompts, mostly because he asked for like a little more direction and I'm like, okay, uh, let me try doing direction. And uh th- I, I think I think that was an excellent conversation that we had as far as like director and like uh, musician because mm. I, I think I, I think there's a lot assumed between like uh, b- between those two jobs where like either you're going to tell me everything or you're going to let me work and we just kind of felt it out you know like mm. it wasn't it wasn't um, it nothing was really left unsaid it's like I know you're yeah. good at this uh you just go you you do it man <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, it's amazing how much it's creating a game with this, so many elements like artistic elements music art design mm-hmm. even programming is 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 a type of art um mm-hmm. it a lot of it is just feeling it out yes. you know what i mean like it's it's just like <laughs> does this feel good <laughs> you know what i mean like I, I think i think um one interesting problem i had was uh joe would write his music and Hadley would write the scene and Hadley would be like, I'm worried like this music doesn't fit with the scene or like, Mm. I don't, I'd like a little bit more control or like uh, maybe I could help you write some prompts. Mm. And I kind of had to like strong arm her into being like, wait till you see everything together. first, Right. Okay. Like concentrate, concentrate on (coughs) the thing you do very, very well. Mm. And I will attempt to bridge the gaps between all those things until right. it's a, uh, until it's a complete thing. And, uh, there's a, di- there's a director, um, Shikhar Kapoor. Uh, he, he directed Elizabeth, uh, a couple mm. other movies. He's a Bollywood director. And wh- one of the things he says is, uh, every element of, of the, every element of a story is telling a story. 
Uh, The music tells a story. The architecture tells a story. The camera work tells a story. Mm. And sometimes uh, stories are not in harmony. And that's okay. Life isn't always in harmony. But when those things do harmonize, it's beautiful. And I I think there is no greater example of this than the gif of the dancing baby that just syncs up to any music. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a really interesting perspective. Yeah. Or Dancing Spider-Man. You're like, why does this sync yeah. with everything? And it's because you only notice the moments where they're in harmony. You don't mm. you don't notice all the moments where they're not. Yeah. And I think there's something really beautiful in that where, you know, you get those harmonic moments mm. with uh, many, many different minds on it. Like mm-hmm. when that happens, when so many different creative minds and, and life experiences and approaches and like mental states come together to create that perfect moment. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of a rare thing. And like, you know, I, I feel like movies are, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I, I think I'm saying like when movies get shit reviews, it's because <laughs> it's not working together. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. e- even sometimes like, oh, maybe, maybe sometimes it's just a shit script, but maybe that's like a shit writer, not pulling their weight <laughs> when other professionals are killing it, you know, like vis- cinematographers and, and in um composers yeah you know, like maybe 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 it's like like, like uh the best music doesn't have the most instruments but like yeah yeah like totally these big like these big hollywood movies have a lot of creative people working on it mm. but maybe there's just too much disharmony for us to notice any harmony or maybe yeah. like it's about equal mm. yeah i uh- I feel like a good example. The thing that came to mind was um, like Justice League. You know, you've got mm. like, um, you know, Zach, Zach Snyder came on for to direct a bit and then Joss Whedon came on for a bit. And yeah. there's a bit of a disconnect, you know, like it's mm. uh, the vision. You know, all these write-ups were like, yeah, the vision was the same. You know, they, they tried to create the same movie. Um, but you could easily w- just take the film and find the Joss Whedon moments and then <laughs> find the, the Zach moments. You know, like there's just a real disharmony. And that sitting in the audience that creates... Uh, like, like an awkward feeling. I, yeah. I think like, it's, a, like, like sort of a whiplash kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how we can feel that, you know, like, you know, maybe, mm. maybe the audiences are conditioned so much because we've been watching movies and big budget movies for so long, but like, mm. I feel like we've become conditioned to sense the disharmony sometimes. What, uh, so I haven't seen justice league yet. Is it sort of like, um, this patch of the movie is all Joss Whedon. This patch is another director. It's, the um, end patch is another. Yeah. It's, so, so I think the whole thing was like everything. So Zack Snyder was on. Everything was shot and completed. Just mm-hmm. Joss Whedon saw the film and then um, did did a bunch of reshoots to kind of it. flesh it out. And honestly, like even even though, and this is kind of spoiler territory, but I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, like you can you can see the reshoots because um, Henry Cavill, the guy that plays Superman, had his top lipped, uh, <laughs> his top lip CGI'd out. You can tell that those are the reshoots. But but as far as like dialogue and like. <laughs> getting humanity those were mm. the best scenes you know like those were the scenes that just had a bit huh. of an exhale for for a second and just let you kind of sit in the human um for a little bit yeah i, I wonder like i wonder like what a movie that went to do that went to have multiple directors by design would look like like mm. what if what if we had yeah. like michael bay and wes anderson make a movie oh, each, each doing what they do best like yeah. big action scenes and then really like uh, claustrophobic uh, mm. emotional scenes. Yeah. Yes. Would that be terrible or would they harmonize more because they're both doing what they do best? Yeah. See, the thing that comes to mind is it would have to be marketed 
as yes. that film. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Michael Bay and Wes Anderson come together. They made this film. That's that's the uh, like the angle. You know what I mean? And so yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. everyone going into the film would be like, cool, we're about to watch this weird film, and it would probably be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I feel, I feel like I feel like if it was marked that way, everyone would be like, no way. And yeah. Then, <laughs> well, well, like one of the things. Uh, so one of the things the Undertale guy, uh, Toby Fox. Uh, writes about doing mm. is he deliberately tries to lower the player's expectations of the game in the first couple areas. Mm. Uh, he uses a lot of flat colors, uh, uses a lot of kind of rough sprites to get the player to to lower their expectations, to feel like they're playing uh, like a, a super indie, like garage mm. uh, RPG maker game. Yeah. So that he can surprise them later with bigger moments. Yeah. And, uh, he's gotten work from uh, artists uh, on his game, and he's actually turned them back, being like, "Make it look worse. Like we mm, don't want them. Yeah. We don't want them to expect too much yet. This is this is where they're still figuring out and stumbling around. Yeah. We want their their expectations really low, so we can spike them up later." Dude, which it's like is a crazy <laughs> anti anti hype almost. Yeah, yeah, C- yeah. It can kind of work wonders. Yeah, man, that's that's a really good point. Like. Um, you know, I feel like every time I was like, oh man, this movie is great. Okay. Say, say like uh fantastic beasts. Um, mm. it was just like the, the next Harry Potter film. It's going to be yeah. so dope. You know, like it's the thing. And then it was not that great. Like it was, I mean, personal <laughs> preference. It was just kind of yeah. like a flat kind of, um, anti protagonist. Didn't really know who he was type thing. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was, but I feel like it's, it'd be impossible to anti hype, you know, like a Harry Potter franchise type thing. Yeah. But, so yeah, yeah, there's so many so many casualties in the hype the hype war. I I also don't think I could have the confidence as a uh as like a dir- as like a director I guess to mm. be like we we got to lower we got to make this slightly worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on. like that's it's it I'm goes like, against no, everything has to be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it kind of goes against how we're conditioned to think mm. here in, in in 2017. You know, it's, everything's yeah. about hype. Like dude, Infinity War trailer Right. It had, it had a trailer before the trailer. So like it had, I'm not sure if you mm-hmm. saw it. It was like this trailer, like all the different rea- reactions. It was like this big build up, and, and it was like, boom, right at the end, boom, the new infinity war trailer <laughs> about to release tomorrow. And then the next day the trailer came out for the movie. You know what I mean? It's, it's like we live in the hype age. It's insane, but we're, we're and, being and- so conditioned that way. And at the same time, all all the all the people all the hipsters on Twitter are making memes like about yeah. it, like <laughs> providing the yeah. anti hype. Like yeah, uh, man. What, like what's the big purple guy? Galactus. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Mm. Thanos is like Thanos as Homer Simpson. Yeah, as, exactly. As Hank Hill, like love it. It's just like dunking on this one frame of yeah. the trailer. Yeah, and that's what makes me want to see the movie. Mm, uh, yeah, it's great. Everyone just kind of brings it back down to like. Yeah. And like an appropriate place almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Well, okay, cool. So like, I guess like few last things is, is what, what's next now? Like you've still got backer um, items and like prizes to send out. Like what's, what's the next thing? Uh, well, I, I didn't want to keep anyone in suspense uh, when I finished the Kickstarter. So I already mailed out all of the rewards, everything cool. two years oh, ago. Dude, smart. Um, and uh, that, like just freed me up to not have to think about that anymore. And mm. that, that was, that was a good thing I did for myself and for other people. Yeah. Um, as far as like 
what's next. Uh, there's a, a few hack updates to go. Um, I, I'm doing a seasonal thing where, like, in uh, September, October, November, you get uh, pumpkin creatures to play as. And in uh-huh. the winter months, you get penguins as pets and just a few seasonal things because I thought it'd be fun and like kind of mix the mm. game up a little bit. Um, so I'm still planning out the uh, penguins are live. I'm still planning out the spring and summer events. Um, cool. But right now, my focus, apart from fixing bugs and, and maintaining hack and making sure it runs wonderfully for everyone, is shifting to uh, my tabletop RPG, which is called Space Kings. Yes, dude. Uh, and that's uh, I, I do a podcast called Pretend Friends uh, with the uh, mm. with the Continue Boys, yeah. and um, that's uh, that's us playing Space Kings, uh, which is an improv tabletop game where you use cards instead of dice. Uh, it's it's very much about telling a story and not so much about doing math. Mm. And uh, there, like weirdly, weirdly for the first time in my life, there is like hype for a product that I am not like. <laughs> currently raising money for yeah right dude that's great that's that's smart like get a bunch of guys actually play the game yeah that's that's and, that's genius and and pretend friends is doing really well people really like it they love the story they love yeah. they love hanging out with us and that's yeah. wonderful uh so great and and it, it's it, it's super heartening to everyone be like okay but when's the game come out i want to play the game right and so that's our that, <laughs> that's our new project is yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and publish a book. That's that's amazing. So like just back to back projects, hacks done, yeah. <laughs> still with a few updates, and then you just onto the next thing. Like yeah. you're gonna have a bit of a break. No, that's it. Straight on. Yeah, um, I mean it's 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 the holiday times, so I might I might take uh, a little bit of mm. of time off just of to just just to get my head straight. You know, like yeah. I, I want to learn how to like hang out again and there's about mm. four years of movies and video games i haven't played yeah um so i'd like to get some of that done yeah nice. and yeah i'd i'd like to remember how to be now that i'm selling a thing and uh hack will turn hopefully turn into like a more consistent uh like in- income source for me i'm, mm. I'm kind of trying to get back to being a regular human like going going to bars where people don't have to pay for me and yeah <laughs> uh you know just just being social again like that's mm. that's my big goal is just yeah. trying to have a social life again yeah yeah dude um and what's the uh what's the reception been like for hack super positive like uh people who've kind of stumbled into it are are, are really uh liking it and intrigued by it and um our our hurdle right now is because we're so small, we didn't have a whole lot of time to market in between preparing the game for launch. Yeah. So we're we're trying to get people like talking about it. Streamers have been really helpful uh, to us, and like they're they're very easy to get in touch with, and it's a, a very like low risk thing for most of them mm. to just play a game for a few hours. Yeah. Um. And so they've been wonderful. Uh. The the trick now is like getting some games writers to write about hack. Uh. In a critical and interesting way. Yeah. So we're sending it, we're sending out a lot of emails, uh, which is like, it's not the thing. Marketing is my worst subject and, yes. and Had- Hadley's helping me out with everything just immensely. But, uh, that's, that's the new work. The new work yeah. is like, we made this thing. We, we refuse to let it die. Like mm-hmm. we have to, we have to finish the job and that involves like getting the word out. Yeah. So 
I yeah. love that everyone's been super positive on uh, on hack, and I love that uh, it's meant a lot. Uh, I got a I got a Twitter message uh, from somebody saying that hack was one of their new favorite games, and that was like yeah. that was like payment enough. Yeah, <laughs> but, man, it's so great. The, the in order to be like in in order to be like a good team leader and a good director, like I can't just be like I hate marketing. I'm not going to do it. Mm. I I have to go beat the drum and yeah. I'm I'm learning to like it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it's hmm. sometimes it feels like marketing is kind of uh goes against the grain yeah. of maybe personality as well. It's like self promotion, but mm. you know, we're just kind of really low key artists trying to do stuff, you know. Yeah, like it's it's definitely a different brain, you know? Mm. Like uh there there's nothing uh, I want more than to just sort of disappear into into working on my art again. Yeah, but uh, that can't that can't really happen right now. I've got to mm. make I've got to make sure we're secure and we're and you know I want I want this team to stay together. So like yeah. now it's it's marketing time. Mm. Well, dude, congratulations, man! It's so good to see <laughs> Thanks, it. Thanks, man. All done and dusted. Finally out, dude. This so all right, great. so. This was like my my new like closure moment kind of for hack was actually like talking about it through the journey. So thank you for really oh about dude, it. no yeah. pleasure, man. No, it's been so good. Thanks so much for letting me pick your brain. No, absolutely. Hopefully it's good advice for other indie devs looking to actually see your project through. I, I hope so. Uh, mm. I worry about being like, quit your job, it's easy. Like nothing yeah. bad will ever happen. Mm. But that's not feasible for everyone and that's not a smart idea for everyone. Yeah. Um I I, I think like I, I think like the better advice in this is if you do decide to go all out, make like make sure you finish the job. Like, mm, don't yeah. give yourself a way out. Just do it. Like, just yeah. just throw yourself into it. Even if it doesn't work out, you you won't you won't you will not have left something half baked. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Awesome, man. Thanks so much, brother. Thank you, Jeff. No worries, man. Talk soon, dude. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. See you later, man. Bye.